Okay, so when Pasha's Mikit's Perek Mem Aleph Pasik Mem Dalev Vayeme Pare El Yosef Ani Far Oy Uvil Adechaloyorim Ish Es Yodoy Ves Ragloy Bechol Eretz Mitzray. So, what does Ani Fari mean? So, some say it means I am Pare and therefore I can decree. I'm the one who gets to say how things how things go. And some say it means Anib Farai, while I am reserving the position of Parai, I am giving you absolute power that without your permission no one can raise hand or foot. So it's that's similar to what it says in Pasik Mem Rakakisik Egdal Mecca. Okay. Now he told him Anib Farai and this absolute power giving him everything or saying no one but but for him or without his permission Ibn Ezra says can raise hand or foot so the Mizmar in Tehillim that we've been tracking that explicitly talks about this parasha about Yosef going out to Mitzrayim Mizmar Pe Aleph there it says so I am Hashem who takes you up from the land of Mitzrayim, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. And there's a correspondence here, which is that Paroi said to Yosef, that's of course, some of it says hello to Mitzrayim, so it tracks Yosef leaving and going out to Mitzrayim. And um, Yosef was told, he was told, and you have control of everything. Corresponding to that, says who takes you up for the land of Mitzrayim so Yosef is as we've discussed Yosef is trapped in Mitzrayim and he's working with he's cooperating with Pari and the ideal freedom which Yosef's got a taste of when he was freed from the from the bar but didn't complete the ideal freedom is to leave not just the jail within Mitzrayim but to leave the whole Mitzrayim and then we could ask, we could open our mouths and ask for anything. Now, so that's Anipari corresponds to Anachi Hashem. And he uses this word Biladach, which is a very important word because, of course, Yosef earlier said, Biladai, it's not me. So before Yosef said, Biladai, it's not me, it's God. And here, Pari says, I am Pari, and you have all the power, no one but you. So if you read that before, before Yosef was saying Biladai, it's not me. And here it's no one but Yosef, the same Biladecha. So because earlier Yosef said Biladai, it's not me, it's Hashem. But this Ani Parai stands, stands in the place of Anachi Hashem Lekecha. So basically this is the whole power structure of Mitzrayim. It's Ani Parai, who Biladecha Loyorabesh. That Parai is the one who's controlled. Because, and it's like a denial of Anachi Hashem Lekecha. I am Parai and I could decree what I want. And before you were being very firm and saying and here Pari is saying no it's it's only about me and you because i have all the power so basically that need power over here is a denial of a lekim because Pari is saying look i'm Pari, i'm the one who decides things and therefore there's no power to anyone but for you so this is a, like the hepech of what you said earlier okay now so loyorim es yad ves ragle. No one will pick up hand or foot. So some people point out that yorim es yad is an expression used for 
srara, for a position of power. And we find that significantly in the context of Yeruvam, in Malachim Aleph, Perik Aleph, where the Pasuk says, Perik um, Aleph, Pasuk Chavav, V'yeruvam ben Nevot Ephrasi min Atzeredo, V'yorim Yad Bamelech. V'zeh HaDobah Shehirim Yad Bamelech. So, he was married Yad Bamelech, and he was a Gibar Chayil, and Shlema saw the Nair that he was in Malach, and he gave him, he put him in the position, V'yafkir Oisei Lechol Sevel Beis Yosef. We spoke a lot about these words over here, that, um, we spoke about these words that, um, like Yosef does Malacha and has Sevel, and he's a Nair, and that's what prepares him to be king. So to Yeruvam was Isa Malach and his Vayafgate gets a position of Sevil Beis Yosef. And of course, there further, Achiyashilani finds Yeruvam on the Derech and he rips his clothing. And they were out in the Sada. So this is like as we spoke at length. But either way, there it says that Yeruvam was Meirim Yad, lifted his hand against the king. So that's like to take power. And here Yosef is told, no one but him is allowed to pick up his hand and take take control, take power. And there in Parakit Aleph, in Malachim Aleph, it, it says that um, Shlomo wanted to kill Yeruvim, Vayokom Yeruvim, Vayirach Mitzrayim. El Shishak Malachim Mitzrayim, Vahim Mitzrayim, Badim Shlomo. So Yosef was almost killed by his brothers and he ran, he took refuge in Mitzrayim. And when I say took refuge in Mitzrayim, obviously that's where he ended up surviving. But also, as we've been discussing, we'll see more tonight, the fact that Yosef is cooperating with Parai indicates that Yosef sees Mitzrayim as being powerful and the Nevi'im criticize him for that because he should realize that Mitzrayim is, is worthless and he shouldn't think that they're dependable. So, like um, Yeruvam, who's Miriam Yad and the Melech Shleiman, and ends up becoming king, Yosef too, who ends up becoming king, he, he, he works his way to power through his association with Pare. And Yeruvam runs away to Mitzrayim when he's, when he's consolidating his power that started with him being Miriam Yad. Okay, just pointing that out. Now, no one could raise hand and foot. So, the what it means to raise, no one can raise their foot, is that people don't have freedom of motion except according to Yosef. In other words, Yosef has the right to arrest people, which is exactly, and I think this is what the Pasuk is coming from, but it says in Tehillim, Kof um, Hey, it says that Yosef was freed by the king and he was made a master. He was given the power to a lesser, to arrest, to lock up the Sarm of Paris. So that's what this passage says, that no one has the right to move a foot, to lift a foot, unless Yosef allows them to. And I think also what this is leading up to is that Yosef is going to arrest people and arrest people specifically in the context of of looking into whether they have a right to freely travel the land. And that's going to happen with his brothers who are going to come into Mitzrayim. And Yosef is going to take an interest in them and say, no, you're Miraglim, which is people who have no right to be 
Meir Meregel. And because of his judgment of them as Meraglim, he's going to lock them up. He's going to lock them up. Um, which is because no one has a right to, to, no one has freedom of motion unless he grants it. So he's the one who decides who can roam the country and who cannot, who's a Meragil and who's allowed to use his regal in, in the right way and, and, and has proper legitimate business in roaming in time. And he's going to decide who, can, who, who, who has no right to do that and therefore has to be locked up. And there too, he says, this is in Pergamon Bays, in Parashas Mikates, twice he says, Chei Paroi. Chei Paroi, that I'm not going to let you leave. And Chei Paroi, that you're Meraglim. So this Chei Paroi parallels the fact that he, he, was, he was given this power, he was given this authority to grant or withhold freedom of motion by Paroi's declaration, Ani Paroi, Ubelodecha. So therefore, when he, when he executes this power that he was invested with, it's very appropriate that he says, Hey Paroi, swears by Paroi, who, who gave him this power, declaring Ani Paroi. So, okay. So then it's very interesting because Yosef gets this, then if you put it all together, Yosef gets this freedom. He, leaves, he, he gets freed from jail and given this freedom, but the freedom is Biladecha, only he has this freedom. His brothers pointedly are deprived of this freedom. Dafka deprived of this freedom by Yosef, while the true freedom from Mitzrayim is when everyone becomes free, right? Yosef experienced a little bit of foreshadowing of this freedom because he was, a, he was a slave in Mitzrayim and then he became free. But it's a certain kind of freedom, the rules of which are ani paroi, and you have power to deprive other people from freedom and, and indeed he used that power against the rest of the nation, his brothers, until the whole Am Yisrael went free in Sefer Shemais. Okay. Pasuk Mehmeh. Vayikov Arishem Yosef Tzofnas Paneach V'yitim Lais Asnas Pas Poitifera Koninoin L'Isha Vayetze Yosef Alei Tzotayim So here's the Vayetze Yosef Alei Tzotayim and that's Betzeisai Alei Tzotayim from the Telem Peach. Now, he named him Tzofnas Paneach. So what does this mean? So there's a big question. Is it Egyptian? Or is it Hebrew? And the Benesic comments, he says, if it's Hebrew, we don't know what it, what Yosef's Egyptian name Egyptian name was, and if it's Egyptian, then we don't know what it means. Says Ibn Ezra. There's a lot of speculation what it means, but no one really figured it out, from what I can tell. Now, just a comment on the idea of it perhaps being Hebrew. The letters of these names, Tzadik, Pei, Nun, Saf, Pei, Ayin, Nun, Ches. These are all letters that you'll find in Egyptian names, like Poitifera, Paray, Poitifera, Baal Tzafain, Noif, Tach, Panches, and parenthetically Pinchas is an Egyptian name. Um, the pay, the nun, the ches, the tzaddik. So it just suggests that it's an Egyptian name. Okay, but I want to say like this. So we have a problem now. I mean, as Ibn Ezra points out, if this is Yosef's Egyptian name, then we have no idea what it means. Okay, so what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is, to me, is that, okay, you have this Pasuk saying that Pari gave Yosef a name and it doesn't tell us, and there's no indication, there's no way we could know what the name means. But I think that's a very obvious explanation for that. Because if you look at Tehillim Pe'alef, what does it say there? What does it say about Yosef? Like it says in this language. So I think that's the very point of this Pasuk, is that, look, Yosef gave him this, Pari gave him this weird name, which we can't even understand because it's Egyptian. So there's supposed to be a Sfas here to teach us, look, Yosef is, gets a shame. 
and the shame is in the foreign language and we can't explain it. So I think that's the very point. Okay. So he gives him a wife of Osnas, as Os Osnas is his wife, the daughter of Paitifera, who is a Kayin. Kayin, says the Benazza, always means a Mishares. Some people want to say that Kayin sometimes means a minister. Benazza says his opinion is Kayin is always a Mishares, and he was a Kayin of Ayn. Okay, now, let's talk about this Ayn. Ayn. People identify scholars, but I found the first reference is actually in the Shiv, in the Tagum Shiv, the Septuagint, and Shemais. That's, I think, the first reference. That Ayn is Beis Shemesh, or Heliopolis. Uh, a city called Heliopolis means Beis Shemesh. Now, why is, it, why is that significant? That's the Septuagint in, in Shemais, Parak Aleph. It talks about Pisa and Ramses, and there it adds an Ayn, which is Heliopolis. Heliopolis, by the way, means sun, city of the sun, right? So that's Beis Shemesh. And it's called Beis Shemesh in Sefer Yemi, as we will see. So I'm assuming, even though I see no evidence from either the Tanakh or from Chazal, I don't see any clear evidence. Um, which doesn't make me doubt the identity, but it does, very importantly, it doesn't make me doubt the identity of Ayn with Beshemesh or Leopolis, but it does make me wonder where, how we're supposed to darshan this. And you'll see what I'm meaning. I'm going to darshan. I'm going to talk about what the significance is of Ayn and Beshemesh, but usually we find things in the Tanakh. Um, this is just a fact, a historical fact, which... Okay, so that's what it is. What it is. So it's identifying Ein with the city called House of the Sun, and it's very significant because Ra, the Egyptian god Ra, is the god of the sun, which is for, hence the name Poitifer Ra. The exact etymology in that in Egyptian, you could look in whatever, wherever you want to look that up. But the point is that is that is Ra, there's Ra in his name, and which is the sun god, and he's a kind Ein, and Ein was the place. Um, Ayn is a place where it was um, also called Beis Shemesh because they worshipped the sun there. Okay, so this Pasuk then obviously is a great association with Abedazar. He's a Kayin. Uh, he has Ra in his name. It's the name of the sun god. And he's in the city that was the city of the worship of the sun god. And it's very significant as we shall see. But first I just want to point out then, okay, so we, we have an Abedazar association here right away, which makes a lot of sense as it says in Tehillim Pe'alef Lo Elzar Hashem wants us to come out of Mitzrayim and not have an Elzar not have an El Necho and Yosef who's not quite leaving Mitzrayim has this connection with the El Necho okay and let me show you what we have in Yeshaya Perik Yud Tes Yeshaya Perik Yud Tes as we've been discussing parallels of Parsha very much and Yeshaya Perik Yud Tes talks about how the Egyptian wise men don't know what they're talking think they do but they really don't this is of course a major theme in the Torah about the Navi or the Chacham of the Ruch Kim, who proves to be wiser than the Chatumim Mitzrayim and Chachameha and we have that in Parakites we spoke about a lot of the parallels and there's something very important about a sun city the other Pasuk says like this the Pasuk over there talks about Mitzrayim is going to come around and recognize the greatness of Hashem Okay, and there it says, and we spoke about that too in the past, that Yosef had an opportunity to bring Mitzrayim into the fold. And that's why it says in the end of Yishayah Perek, it says, Baruch Ami Mitzrayim. We spoke about that yet. When Pari said to Yosef, Atatia al Ami, um, Yosef was supposed to realize, Lu Ami Shemeli, whose Am is he? But eventually Mitzrayim is going to become Ami because there is this cooperation between 
Asa Mitzrayim, and Yosef could have turned Mitzrayim into Ami of Hashem. Okay, that's Bar Ami Mitzrayim that we spoke about a few weeks ago. But either way, there it says, Perik Yud Tesavishai Pasuk Yud Ches. Bayoimahu Yiu Chamesh Arim Ba'aretz Mitzrayim. There are going to be five cities in the land of Mitzrayim. Medabrois Sfas Kenan. There are going to be five cities that speak the language of Kenan. Vinish Ba'ois Lashem Tzavokas and Sweet Hashem. Ir Haheres Yeomer Leechos. One of them. Will be called Ira Harris. Okay, now this speaking is Svas Kanan. We spoke about Svas Loyadati Eshmo, and there's this foreign language. One day there's going to be the language of Kanan. And there it says, one of the cities is going to be called Ir Haharis. Ira Harris, which means city of destruction. Harris says in destruction. Targum says over there, Karta de Beis Shimsha, which is going to be destroyed. So he says, he explains Harris is like Harris. Harris means the sun. It's in Ir. So Heres means the sun. So Targum says Irha Heres is actually Irha Heres, the sun city, as in Beis Shemesh. There was a city in Mitzrayim called Beis Shemesh, which is going to be destroyed. Okay, no, so Heres means Heres. Now I want to just explain to you, well, the Pasuk says Heres, so how can you say it means Heres? I think the, I think the Ibn Ezra says, Hamachlef Ches Behe is Matmiya. What, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? How can you explain the Pasuk that says Irha Heres? As referring to Irhacheres, the sun city. Okay? But the answer is like this. If you look at the end of Yehoshua, Yeshua was buried in a place called Timnas Serach. It's Perkov Dalin. Posak Lamid Vayikbur Oisa Vigulnach Alasoy Besimnach Serach. And in Sefer Shoiftim, the same place, in Sefer Shoiftim Perek, Bez Posak Tez. It says they buried Yeshua in Timnas Cheres. So which one is it? Was it Timnas Cheres or was it Timnas Serach? The answer is Timnas Cheres is so called because it's the sun. Cheres is the sun. And this is a place where there was sun worship. Um, I think some people say even Timnas Cheres, like Timunas Cheres. There was a Timuna of the, of the sun. There's a called Timuna Sheva Shamayim Imao, right? Can't make a Timuna of the sun. Um, because it was called Al Shem the sun and because of the sun worship, Therefore, the Mechanashim Lignai, instead of calling it Timnas Cheres, they call it Timnas Serach. Serach is like to, to stink. And that's to be Mechanashim Lignai to Avodizara. Okay? So there, similarly then, we have the city that's really called Irha Cheres. But in Yeshaya, it calls it Irha Cheres, the city of destruction. Okay? So that's why Targum says Ira Heres is really Ira Heres because what we're doing is we're taking the name Heres and we're giving it a different name. Just like in Yeshua, we call it Serach instead of Heres. So we also call it Heres instead of Heres. Now, we'll soon see why he says destruction. Why? We'll soon see what the, the, there's an association between destruction and the city called Beis Shemesh or Ira Heres. So now, just to say Pshat and Pasuk. So the Pasuk says is, there are going to be five cities in Mitzrayim where they swear by Hashem and speak the language of Canaan, and one of them will be called Ir HaHeres. So what's the significance of that, of saying one of them will be called Ir HaHeres? What, you're not telling me all the five names. What does the Pasuk mean? I think the Pshat is the Pasuk. That's, that is the very point of the Pasuk. One of the cities is going to be called Ir HaHeres, which is actually not its real name. Its real name is something else. It's Heres, which is son. And they're going to call it Heres. So that's an illustration of what the Pasuk says. The Pasuk says, this is again, Yeshaya, Yotes, Yotes. There are going to be five cities where they speak the Svas Kanan and swear to Hashem Tzivakos. 
And because they speak the Svas Kanan and Sweet Tashem Tzvakas, the, the paradigmatic, the example of speaking Besvas Kanan and Sweet Tashem Tzvakas is that there's going to be a city that's going to be called Heres. Why is that an example? Because since they speak, they speak the Svas Kanan and Swear to Hashem, there's going to be a city that's actually the antithesis of that because it's the worship of the sun. So in order, because but they swear to Hashem and speak the Svas Kanan, so therefore they're going to use, take a word from the Svas Kanan and use that to be Machan Hashem to that city, which is Hashem of a desert, because they swear to Hashem. So that's the very point of the Pasuk. Now, this, by the way, about telling that Rashi in Yeshaya points out this whole thing. That in Yirmiyah Perakim Gimel Pasuket Gimel it says, "V'shibar as Matzvahs Beis Shemesh." The King of Babel, I think, is going to come to Mitzrayim, and Yenuchanetzar, and he's going to um, burn down the, the house of the gods of Mitzrayim. Big theme, right? And V'shibar as Matzvahs Beis Shemesh, Hashabar as Mitzrayim, as Botei Elohim Mitzrayim Yisayfei. He's going to burn the Matzvahs of Beis Shemesh. So Beis Shemesh has—I'm sorry—he's going to break, smash V'shibar. He's going to smash the Matzvahs of Beis Shemesh. So the matzevus of Beshevish are going to be smashed. So therefore, when it says in, Yish, in Yeshaya that it's a city called Ir HaHeres, which means to smash, and then the next passage says, So the city is going to be Heres, that's the matzevus of Beshevish, because they're going to serve Hashem and swear by Hashem, and there's going to be Uzbech and the matzevus of Hashem, and therefore the matzevus Beshevish are going to be smashed, and the, the, the city is going to be called Ir HaHeres, because they're going to destroy the matzvahs of the Shemesh and replace it with the Mizbeach. Okay. Now, um, so remember the Pasuk says it's going to be called Ira Harris. And so again, this is Oin. Oin, the city Oin became Ira Harris or Ira Harris because Oin is the sun god and they worshiped also called Beis Shemesh. Now you know why I was saying Beis Shemesh, also called Beis Shemesh in Yeshaya, in Yemi, I'm sorry. And a kinu lignai in when they speak this vaskana and swear to Hashem Tzavakas, is that it's going to be called Ira Harris. So, as we mentioned, Yosef receives from Parai, Ani Parai, and he starts swearing, Chei Parai, and he, he has this association with Avodah Zara because he marries the daughter of the Kayan of Ain. And that's because Svas Loyadati Yashma but once they're going to speak this vaskana and swear to Hashem, they're going to say it here. They're going to swear to Hashem instead of saying, Hey, Parai, right? Yosef just learned Ani Parai, who has the real power, and he starts swearing by that, Hey, Parai, instead of saying, Hey, Hashem. And, um, and he has also this association with the Svas Loyodati because it's Safnas Paneach, and he marries the daughter of the Kayan of Ain, but the day will come where they'll speak the Svas Kanan. And swear by Hashem Tzavakis when Ira Heres, when this very same city, Ain, the one whose Kayan Yosef's daughter married, Yosef's, the, the, the daughter of whose Kayan Yosef married, when, uh, that, when, the, when that becomes Heres instead of Heres, which is the word in the Svas Kanan that denotes that we um, destroy the Avedazara, that's when they're going to swear by Hashem Tzavakis. Okay. Now, Ain is also called Oven. In this is in Yechazkal Perek Lamid Pasik Yitzayin. It talks about different lists a bunch of cities in Mitzrayim that are going to be destroyed. Yechazkal Perek Lamid Pasik Yitzayin. It talks about okay Pasik Tezayin. It talks about Eish Mitzrayim, and then Bachure Oven are going to fall. 
by the sword. So oven is identified with oin. Okay. So that's another kinu legnai. Right? Just like ir hacheres, or base shemesh, becomes ir hacheres. So it's also called oin, and Yechazkel turns that to oven, iniquity. And by the and this kinoi, this turning a name, using the name oven for a place of a desire, Hashem does this all the time, which is significant. Maybe we'll see that soon. That base ale is called base oven because it came, it became a place of desire. Similarly, oin becomes oven, and ir hacheres becomes ir hacheres, like we find timnas cheres in Eretz Yisrael. Timnas cheres obviously is in Eretz Yisrael. But in Mitzrayim, there's a place called Ir HaCheres, which is changed to Ir HaHeres. Like in Eretz Yisrael, they changed the name of Timnas Cheres to Timnas Serach. Of course, you could ask about Beis Shemesh in Eretz Yisrael. There isn't any Beis Shemesh. They didn't change the name. Why is that the case? Fine. I'm not going to go into that. It's nothing to do with this year. Okay. Now I want to show you a few more things. Take a look at Yeshaya. Now that we know all this, now we can understand a, pasuk, a passage. Yeshaya Perek Lamed Aleph. at the beginning. It talks about going down to Mitzrayim and relying on Mitzrayim. Okay, so they go down to Mitzrayim for help, and they rely on them, and they think they're so powerful, instead of paying attention to Kedosh Yisrael. And Hashem is wise, and He brings Ra, and He's going to stand up on the base Mireim, and those who are helped the Pali oven, and Mitzrayim is man and not God. Their horses are flesh and not spirit. Okay, so let's start from the end. There's a Hamamina, that Mitzrayim is God, but they're not. Now this is Mamish, what we're, what we're dealing with over here. Power replaces Hashem. Ani power replaces Hashem, and Chay power replaces Nishpois Hashem Tzvakis. That's a big mistake, because Mitzrayim is Adam Veloy Eil, and don't rely on their power. As we discussed in Yeshaya, in the end of Perik Chavtes and Lamed, is about Yosef. You ended up going down to Mitzrayim, and you think Mitzrayim has a power that you can rely on. This is the whole thing about Yosef working with Mitzrayim. And instead, you should have you should have focused on Kedosh Yisrael. Kedosh Yisrael is a kinder for Yosef. Obviously, the, like, so to speak, the good aspect of Yosef. Let's say he's called Kedosh Yisrael, as we discussed. It says that earlier in Yeshaya. But okay, we don't have to go into that too. I'm just saying there's another remez there, and there it says, "Vigam Hashem brings raw, brings the evil, and he he stands up against those who help the poyali oven. So I think that's another remez. That's a remez to he marries Potiphera. And the king, the god, the, the, the sun god is called Ra. And Hashem brings Ra as an evil against those who rely on Mitzrayim and those who are do who are Payali Oven. So Yosef here marries the Potiferah, Koyin Oin's daughter, and because he Boiteah, because he, he thinks that um, and he sort of treats Mitzrayim as Eil Beloyodam because he accepts Ani And that's what Yeshaya is 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 working against that. And all these um, were Muslim. Okay? All right. I want to add one thing, which is not so patuach, but it's interesting. I'll, I'll leave it to you to judge. And this is in Hosea Perikud Base. Hosea Perikud Base, it talks about Ephraim, says this is in, it's actually the Haftorah. 
Parshish Vayetzev this week. Um, actually, it's a few seconds before it, I think. Anyways, so there it says like this. Right. It says the following. I'm wealthy and I have oin. And there oin means pal. And it says, I have no chatoim. You can't find anything wrong with me. Okay. Really, so Mitzrayim says, I have oin. I have, everything's good with me. I have power. And then the Pasuk says, but I am Hashem. And then it talks about that Hashem gives Nevi'im. Okay, so what, let me just tell you what the idea is, and then I'll tell, then I'll tell you what I'm reading in the second. So Yosef has associated with Oven, with Ein, and Ephraim, of course, is Yosef Chaglin, and and thinks that this power is what he well he has his own power, and really Anochi Hashem Alekechem Eretzayim spoke about Nipare Karsmanst Anochi Hashem Alekecha Amal Chomer Eretzayim, and there further in Heshet says that Hashem gives um, gave much chazoin to the Nevi'im. And then it talks about, I'm going to say this very briefly, it talks about Yaakov worked for an Isha, Ubenavi Hela, Mitzrayim. This I speak about in my Sefer, in the Mishas Yaakov, first piece. That the way to get out of Mitzrayim, Ubenavi Hela, Mitzrayim, the way to get out of Mitzrayim is through a Navi. Because to leave Mitzrayim means to have Das Hashem. And Yigiyah is the opposite of Das Hashem. Because if you have Das, you have Menucha. So through a Navi, Hashem took Yisrael out of Mitzrayim means that it's through Das Hashem. That we get out of Mitzrayim. So it says, Hashem Hama'alcha Mitzrayim, it's offering Das Hashem. But Ephraim rejects it. Then Moisif Lachtoi, they're guilty with the Baal, they make a Masecha. And then again, So what the Pasuk is saying is like this that Yosef is not accepting or not not availing himself of this of this idea of this Avtacha, Hashem and instead, he says, "Matzasi only have my own power," and that's really a rejection of the possibility of nevuah. And this we spoke about a lot. That Yosef, who's the dreamer, he's the one who's working against nevuah. And nevuah is what, as the pasuk says, again, You need a navi to take you out of a time and and to bring you the message of Yosef, who's who's um, a dreamer, and a navi. Therefore, is stuck in Mitzrayim, and um, and stuck with this oin, thinking what's the oin li, and everything will be fine for me, but it won't.